A short note before we begin. This week, a number of people came forward with stories of abuse and assaults suffered at the hands of members of the Overwatch League and wider Overwatch League fan communities. We here do not agree with or tolerate that behaviour in any way, and we wanted to be upfront before the show to say that we are listening, we are hearing, and that we stand in solidarity with anyone coming forward with stories in any way like this. This behaviour cannot, will not, and must not be tolerated, and we as a community can, must, and will do better. Thank you. And now on to the show. A short note before we begin. This week, a number of people came forward with stories of abuse and assaults suffered at the hands of members of the Overwatch League and wider Overwatch League fan communities. We here do not agree with or tolerate that behaviour in any way, and we wanted to be upfront before the show to say that we are listening, we are hearing, and that we stand in solidarity with anyone coming forward with stories in any way like this. This behaviour cannot, will not, and must not be tolerated, and we as a community can, must, and will do better. Thank you. And now on to the show. Hello and welcome to Hanging Out with Hanger 9, the best London Spitfire and British Hurricane fan podcast. I am Lemon Tree. And I'm Squiddy. And uh, welcome to a week in which London won. Finally, That's good news. That's good news. Fantastic news. <laughs> and uh, we have some more news uh, in regards to some changes being made to Overwatch contenders. They are moving to more that monthly format that we're actually getting used to kind of in the Overwatch League. So it's going to be interesting having both these teams together, or both the leagues very similar together. And I, for one, am definitely excited seeing how, how, the, how this will ch- kind of change the competition in contenders. Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? That sort of transition to a more a more tournament style, um, more tournament style sort of competition. Um like we sort of speculated in in prior podcasts it's probably to do with the fact that this way in a tournament format each game is you know more high stakes there's more on the line um and yeah should should be more entertaining in theory i was going to go with the phrase it's going to be more competitive with these competitive matches but obviously (laughs) we knew knew that so there's going to be five monthly tournaments from between july and november one a month uh, with the prize pool of thirty-five thousand US dollars, it's going to be the main format will be an eight-team double elimination, and the top four teams from the season one playoffs are directly uh, invited. This is in the Europe and North America regions, uh, the only ones that we focus on at the moment because that's where Hurricane are. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the top four teams from both NA and Europe will be. Directly into this tournament, and then fifth through to sixteenth, we'll be playing some Robin round Robin trials tournament. 
styled thing to battle for the last four places. So it'll be interesting to see if you get the teams that last season were ranked one to eight, or if you get other teams like maybe a twelve or fifteen in there. Yeah, no, that will be interesting. And uh, of course, it seems like with our with British Hurricanes victory. Uh, we won't have to do any kind of qualification. We should be directly in the tournament, which should, uh, you know, put them at ease slightly and, uh, you know, give them more time to train and prepare for the actual tournament itself. So hopefully we can come out again on, on top in that. Yeah, absolutely. And with this tournament and indeed this coming weekend in Overwatch League, there is going to be a slightly new patch being used for for the league and contenders I sent, I think the colloquial name everyone using for it is the it's the Genji buff patch. That's the only <laughs> thing anyone cares about it. <laughs> I mean that is that is probably the most uh, big, most massive change. That's a good that's a good phrase, isn't it? Uh, it's probably the most significant change to be coming through in this patch, um, and is probably going to lead to a lot more Genji being played. If, as we all assume, uh, it is going to be that is going to be the patch that we're playing on um which from a spitfire perspective is a little bit worrying um i don't know if we've seen any of our current spitfire players play genji with any kind of consistency so i'm not really sure who's going to be the the designated genji player is it going to be um i know we have you know a 12 team ross a 12 man roster sorry is there someone on the bench who's been screaming genji uh that's gonna that's gonna come and step up um maybe shui i don't know i i i don't know who's who's the genji player among them so it'll be interesting to see no absolutely all i can all i can just imagine is new york has just gone even more powerful <laughs> with Haxel. yeah that is that is the thing isn't it i mean <laughs> there aren't many uh there aren't many heroes among uh among the overwatch lead cast that a member of the new york uh excel uh dps lineup can't handle but Haxel is probably one of the better genjis in the league i think that's fair to say yeah. Um, so yeah, they've just leveled up again. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Echo uh, got a range uh, nerf to her focusing beam, going down from twenty mm. to sixteen meters. Hanzo got a buff with his storm hours, going from sixty to seventy damage, which I didn't think Hanzo needed, but we may see mo- we may see Hanzo Genji in the Overwatch League, which would be interesting. Yeah, that would be cool. Um... Yeah, I don't know if Hanzo needs the buff either. I think he was getting a reasonable sort of playtime at the the Overwatch League level, definitely. But I remember, you know, they sort of mess around with Storm Arrows a lot. They take an arrow out, they put an arrow back in, they, you know, they change the the damage. So I'm yeah, sure it's it's yeah. just fine tuning. It won't be a massive change, I don't think. The yeah, ten, but I mean, maybe I'm wrong. It always fluctuates for Hanzo, and I think the key thing again uh, with this new buff that's coming through is that there will be no hero bans for this uh, weekend. As it's that in that weird two-week period before the 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 end of the month tournament, so they don't. I'm still trying to wrap my head around the the new hero pool structure, but <laughs> this shouldn't be occurring this weekend, should it? No, as far as as far as I'm aware, as far as uh, we've we've looked into it, we don't think there's going to be any any hero pools this weekend, which obviously opens up. Um, all, all sort of characters and it's almost more difficult to predict you know what heroes are going to be played when we're in this sort of open hero pool format and i suppose even more so if we're going to be playing on this new patch um that we assume all the teams have been scrimming for a while so they're going to know the strategies that they're going to be want to be playing but it's kind of hard for us to to sit and speculate um you were saying earlier that you thought we played played better as a as a london spitfire team under the sort of no hero pool format so 
Yeah, um, I, I think that's true. I think really how London play best, and I think we've seen it in certain maps and matches this season, especially mm. when we, um, the last couple of weeks when we played uh, the Dragons and New York, uh, is when they can run that death ball comp mm. with Divine, no, either Vine, Arissa, Sigma, double shield with a Reaper. Uh, Glister was doing massive work on the Tracer this weekend, which we'll get to in uh, just a bit. <laughs> uh, I think, yeah, Hero, Hero Pools, I think, does hinder uh, how London play. Uh, yeah, I think I think you might be right. What I'm a little bit worried about is um, that Dive's going to come back in a big way this weekend with the Genji buffs and with the open Hero Pools, and we might not be able to deal with that. In a in an effective way with uh, with our sort of preferred sort of double shield meta, but um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what what way they go. I like I like you think that Spitfire are just going to go with you know the double shields and and go from that because that seems like what they're most comfortable with. But uh, but maybe they'll surprise us. Maybe it'll be you know Genji Tracer Ball and you know all the all these heroes that we're not necessarily known for for playing you know as as much as other teams maybe. Yeah, absolutely. There could be some surprises in store for this this weekend. And talking of surprising, let's go to the results for last weekend's matches. Seoul Dynasty 2, Guangzhou Charge 3, London Spitfire 3, Chengdu Hunters 0, Hangzhou Spark 3, New York Excelsior 2. San Francisco Shock, 3. Paris Eternal, 0. Atlanta Rain, 3. Toronto Defiant, 0. Los Angeles Gladiators, 1. Houston Outlaws, 3. And Dallas Fuel, 0. Vancouver Titans, 3. Guangzhou Charge, 3. Hongzhou Spark, 2. Chengdu Hunters, 2. Shanghai Dragons, 3. 3. New York Excelsior 3. London Spitfire 1. Boston Uprising 0. Philadelphia Fusion 3. Los Angeles Valiant 3. Florida Mayhem 1. Washington Justice 0. San Francisco Shock 3. And those were your scores on the doors for this weekend. And uh, in our little running competition of predictions, uh, we both predicted that we would beat the uh, the Hunters. So that's a, that's a tick in the box for us. But I backed the uh, the New York win uh, against Spitfire, whereas you went for a, uh, a optimistic for the, London I win. I went for the upset. <laughs> but I know uh, in other matches, you went for the opposition. And, uh, oh, you went for London and I went for the opposition. And uh, yeah, I think, yeah, my uh, optimism got the better of me. But I think... <laughs> <laughs> what what looked good this this weekend? Vancouver with their new roster finally <laughs> got their first win against a Dallas side, which was surprising given how much uh, you hype up Dallas. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm sort of a semi Dallas fanboy at this point. I don't know quite how it happened. Um, I was quite really down on Dallas last year, but yeah, as has been noted, I think they have leveled up this year. But uh, how much it is a Vancouver Titans win, and how much it is a Dallas Fuel throw? Um, remains to be seen. I think benching decay um, in the way that they did um, did no help to the fuel, <laughs> uh, to put it simply. But um, 
yeah, really interesting to see Titans come out, not just with a win, not like a 3-2 close fought win, but like 3-0 fairly handedly handling the 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 Dallas Fuel very, I don't know, very surprising, very surprising. It was, it considering was a comprehensive mm. uh, victory for the Titans. I think with their games coming up this weekend, that um, against, let me just quickly look, uh, against Boston and the Atlanta Reign, I think that's going to be the bigger test for Vancouver. I think Reign, they'll probably lose that. But against Boston, that is, if this is this, if this new team is starting to click, then that's definitely a game they should be eyeing up and wanting to win. Yeah, d- no, definitely. I suppose the problem is, is that Boston are, s- are slightly like leveling up a bit as well. Like they're not quite the um, the bottom of the league, and you know, completely without hope that they used to be. I think when they brought on Punk um, most recently, they've sort of improved in that regard. Um, so yeah, it will be a, a very interesting game this weekend actually um, to see who comes out on top there. Coming off the sort of momentum of the fuel, the victory over the fuel, I suppose you've got to lean towards the Titans. But uh, but yeah, it will be interesting definitely. Yeah, absolutely. And talking of interesting, the strategies that were being played in this Gladiators v Outlaws match was absolutely incredible. The I think the the one everyone's seen is uh, Cloudy being raised up by the May to then flank shatter uh, the gladiators <laughs> on King's Road <laughs> and just the inventiveness to have that because you could only you can only get use that when that payload is there mm. or near it because you can get your wall off it it was, uh, it was just remarkable and if that's what Houston are starting to look like with their weird tank lineup <laughs> then it, all the better, really. Yeah, I mean, now's the time to be hitting the ground. If you know you are the the outlaws, you're coming into a, a tournament section, and you know hoping to to sort of flex your muscles, and you know it's a, it's sort of semi okay, not okay, but like you want to be having your weaker times, I suppose, in the uh, in <laughs> in the regular season, as it were, and then sort of peaking and improving as we approach these um these tournaments. So maybe they will go far in uh in our sort of June July. Uh, summer, summer sizzler, summer, summer, uh, summer tournament. Um, I've, Wait, I've always had like a bit of a soft say, spot for. Did outlaws. I say Cloudy was on the Outlaws? I think I did. I'm completely. He's not. He's on the Gladiators. <laughs> I mean, I, I didn't want to. I was like, maybe that. Maybe there's a trade I've missed. I don't know. No. Oh my. Yeah. I mean, it was a Michael from the Gladiators again. Pulling off some more fantastic new strategies on King's Row again, this, the home of the Great Bamboozle. <laughs> but I think, yeah, Outlaws with Hydration as their main tank now is definitely an interesting uh, perspective. I, I, I'm just going to say an interesting strategy for them. And it's working. Mm hmm. Yeah, I have to say, I didn't actually see that Gladiators Outlaws game, which is uh, why I wasn't pressing you hard on the details of that. Um, but yeah, I mean, I've always had a bit of a soft spot for Outlaws. I think, I mean, mainly through their DPS line more than anything. I think they've got, you know, chaotic sort of energy and um, particularly through players like Dante and, and Lynx, who I think are very, very good at um, at what they do. And um, 
if they're getting that sort of team synergy and sort of team strategy down as opposed to like individual pop-off plays from like Dante for example I think you know they could they're definitely improving um we've already had them sort of slotted like mid-table maybe but uh if fuel are going down and they're rising up you know that's the way of the the Texas teams they're always sort of like in balance with each other <laughs> one is the yin and one is the yang <laughs> yeah exactly and <laughs> um, I think yeah I think well, enough talk about the other teams. Let's talk about London's victory <laughs> against the Chengdu Hunters. It was, I'm not going to say perfect. No. But it was very good from them. I think with Galista, they, London seemed to have settled on this Galista Babel DPS lineup. Yeah, that definitely feels like our, our sort of first string, our sort of first team lineup for. Um... Uh, as far as the DPS goes, um, and they're they're both playing very well. I think particularly um, Glister's Tracer is improving, but um, Babylon the Widow is is really fun to watch as well. Yeah, absolutely. I think kind of the 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 longest uh, reigning member of the Spitfire at the moment, Krillin, was absolutely <laughs> popping off on Zenyatta at the weekend. Yeah, I think it was on the. I've got a little note here on uh, on Junker Town. Uh, Krillin was the one to get um, the first kill as Zen on uh, on their widow, which sort of opened up the whole map, and allowed us to uh, to to get that map win. But uh, but yeah, he's sort of he's sort of sneaky. Like no one ever really mentions Krillin as like a, as far as our teams are concerned. Like you know, we're all focused on the Glister and the Babble. But you know, Krillin sort of plowing away like quietly, like doing his work and. Yeah, it doesn't get the hypes of you know Jonak like for obvious reasons. I don't think he's on that level, but uh, no, he's definitely he's definitely he's valuable to us. He's yeah, no, definitely, as well, definitely, which I think is uh, fantastic news. And I think this is the game at the weekend. We both predicted, and we felt if London want to really have a good season, these are the, they have to be beating the Cheng, beating the Hunters. Yeah, if yeah. Um, Hunters are good, you know, we shouldn't totally underestimate them, and they have managed to work their hunters' magic and um, beat some very, very good teams in their time and indeed in this season. Um, but, you know, on the flip of a coin, you know, if all things are being equal, we should be able to beat Chengdu Hunters if, you know, we want to be considered, you know, pushing for those sort of playoff contentions or playing contentions when, when the season comes to a close. Um, but yeah, it was, it was a good match. You know, we won 3-0, um, I thought we did particularly well on. Well, I say particularly well. I quite enjoyed watching us on Junkertown. Um, the wid- the widow play is always uh, very fun to watch. Um, but yeah, at every map we looked we looked pretty good. To be fair, um, yeah, yeah really encouraging scenes. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and then unfortunately, didn't quite go our way against New York, losing three one. But I think kind of our justification for that is. It's New York mm. with Haxel. <laughs> yes, it is, it is a bit of a cheat code, isn't it? Really, to have uh, Haxel added to the New York roster, it doesn't seem uh, doesn't seem fair, really. Um, and uh, one of the stats flashed up, and it said this is our tenth meeting between New York and London, and they uh, they lead seven two overall. So they've sort of always had our number. It's not just a new roster thing; they seem to always be able to unpick us. Uh, regardless of uh, of what team we put out, uh, True, not saying that they're unbeatable. Championship, <laughs> not New York. I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah, we we win when it counts. We win when it counts. Um, 
but yeah again i didn't think we were completely outplayed um glister again doing good work on the tracer getting some great sticks uh i think there's a big 2k sticky on ilios i think um we kept it very very close overall and um rialto was a great map as well that was that was very satisfying to watch i have to say <laughs> yeah absolutely i think that was that so, so many clutch moments in that mm. uh especially with uh jmac and glister working together that orissa Arissa Tracer combo can be so deadly, especially having uh, halts into pulse bombs. Because mm. like it's not one that's very well talked about, you know the the famous the famous Tracer Arissa combo. But no, you're totally right. It did it did work really well for us. Um, and yeah, full holding uh, NYXL on Rialto when they've got a ninety point nine percent win rate on escort maps this season. Um, far and away the best in the league. It's just it's just so Spitfire to me. Like yeah, I, I saw that and just went, <laughs> okay, yeah, we're winning this map. Then. <laughs> and then unfortunately it didn't go. But yeah, as we were saying, it was competitive, and I think London. I I think you know, we're just in a very tough region. The APAC region yeah. is so good. I think if you put London into the NA region, be top five. Oh, that's fighting talk. That is. Uh, I don't know about quite about top five. I'd have to think about that a bit more. But um, I think yeah, we're as far as the Asia region is concerned, we we can comfortably put ourselves above the hunters, maybe. And then everyone else is you know a pretty good team. It's fair to say. And then yeah, you look across to the the North American region, and we're yeah we're comfortably better than a few teams over there. Um, but but again, as far as tournaments goes, you know we don't have as many tournament matches to play, so I guess that kind of comes into our into our favour a bit. But um, it is it is like annoying to sort of see us come close, and we are keeping it competitive with the likes of New York XL. Um, and yeah, you know maybe another year, another season, we sort of you know close down those fine points. It's those little details that may be keeping us from progressing to where we you know quote unquote should be. And uh. I think I think yeah, there's lots of potential in this side, as I think we do keep on saying. But um, shows showings against you know teams like New York like this really do sort of you know drive it home for me. But yeah, definitely. I think this is we're, there's a good base for London here. I think they just mm. got to continue it and progress the team even throughout the rest of the course of the season. If they can maybe start winning more of these close matches, mm. then that's gonna have a, such a big impact uh, to the side. I think let's uh, say let's start looking at uh, next week's matches. Uh, there's only mm-hmm. one for London. They are playing against the Spark. But before that, we have arguably the biggest match of the weekend: the Fusion versus the Shock. <laughs> at unfortunately for us, at midnight on the Monday. <laughs> yeah, very not late. Idea, was it? Very late, but. This is the this is the battle people wanted for the May melee. Yes, this was I believe what we even predicted as the as the final in the in the May melee. I know, but Florida um... came through and ruined all that. But we finally <laughs> get to see this match, and it's gonna it's got to be a three two. It's it's got to be. I don't think you can separate those teams really. I think they are they are like one and two, or like one and one a as far as Overwatch is concerned. Layer. They're just they're just so good the pair of them. It's it is going to be so 
like interesting to watch. You hope it doesn't turn into like a rubbish game, like sometimes happens in in other professional sports where you know no one's trying to lose more than they're trying to win. But I think that's harder to do in like a game a game like Overwatch. Um, but there's going to be lots of heads clicked with a with a completely open hero pool. I don't know quite what we're going to see. I'm hoping for some Rascal Echo, personally, um, some Carpe Widow. You know, I'm hoping for these big clutch DPS plays, and uh, yeah, I hope the teams really go for it. Because um, yeah, it, it isn't a tournament. Uh, you know, it's not worth like double double wins or anything. But I mean, I think they've got a lot of pride at stake, and each one wants to be you know number one in a in NA at the very least. So, uh, who do you think is going to win it? Honestly, it is so close, and like it is a coin flip, like we mentioned, it is going to go three two. Um, but if I had to put money on it, if I had to be a betting man, I would I would go shock. I think I think Rascal is a big part of this for me. His ability to play Echo, Echo coming back in, his his ability to play anyone really, but Echo in particular, I think he's shined so much. So um, I'm going to have to back uh, Shock here. As much as I love Carpe, as much as I do, going to have to back the Shock. What about you? I, I think Fusion. I think they've maybe shown themselves this season as being there. They've been on fire all season, where Shock have kind of stumbled at points. They've won, mm. but they've been stumbling as they won. So for me, I think um, Fusion could could edge this. I think they've just been on it more this season. But uh, we'll have to wait a long time. Uh, <laughs> to see the results of that match but thankfully before that we have the Spark v Spitfire match earlier on the Saturday at 1pm and I think we were talking a bit before uh, we started recording this is going to be a good close match you you definitely think so going into this um, Spark are sort of along with us sort of that mid-table sort of Asian team Um but, you know, they showed this weekend that they might have leveled up slightly. Um, they got a really good 3-2 win over New York Excelsior, who we lost to. Um, and they were looking really, really strong. It's one of the better matches of the weekend, I think. Um, and so if you do have time, do go back. There was a massive pause in the game, so it's not quite as long as the, as the VOD makes it seem. Um, but I think them getting Architect in particular, most recently, the spark that is, um, has really leveled them up and really improved them. Um, so I think it's going to be a really tricky game for us. I'm not expecting us to come out of the win. Um, I'm hoping, like we did with New York, we can keep it close and it won't be a 3-0. Um, so you, you think Spark? I think Spark are going to win, yeah. See, I, I, I've just bet <laughs> against you for both of these. <laughs> I, I think Spitfire, um, more because I think... Mean, the progress the team has made in the last couple of days, or days, mm. last couple of weeks even, uh, mm. starting with the Shanghai match, then the New York match, and then obviously the win against Chengdu, and how the, the team's finally settled, I feel. More so than every couple of maps, you change different uh, players. Again, uh, what was it? When the Dragons, where the tactic was, let's just change out the entire team at half-time. Uh, You're a five-man swap, yeah. yeah Six-man swap, yeah. Don't expect to see that as uh, at all now. I think London mm. have hit on to that. As you say, they're the starting six, and mm. I doubt it will change too much from that, really. I think they're happy running this double shield with a tracer and then some sort of hit scan. But 
I mean, you'll be able to play Widow. Ash is being very popular. Mm. Especially with those dynamite halt plays you yeah. can make. Yeah. Uh, I think... Lun- but then, as you say, Spark have made some major additions to their side. Architect, we, we knew, was a star player. Mm. And... Gushui is a very good tank as well. Yeah, yeah. He's got a, the old roll star from uh, from last year, from being one of the better tanks in the league. So yeah, he yeah definitely shouldn't be slept on. But uh, absolutely, I think as long as London stick with their double shield with wine, um, Sigma Orissa, I I wouldn't want to play. But then they they'll probably they'll want to run the Winston as dives back, especially with the Genji buffs. And mm. Gooseway on the Winston is iconic. <laughs> so any anything could happen. We're going. It's going to be close, hopefully, and hopefully it will be London edging it. It's a bold, it's a bold pick, but uh, I can't, I can't completely knock it. We do have that sort of potential in us, but uh, I don't know. Spark showed too much for me last weekend, but we shall see. We shall see when it all happens. All happens this weekend. Uh, and that's about it for this week's episode. Thank you very much for watching. We hope that you have enjoyed uh, what we've been talking about. And hopefully our predictions for the London games come correct this weekend. <laughs> I'm still backing Spitfire in my heart, I promise. Like, if they win, I'm not going to be sad just because I lost the uh, lost the predictions. But if you do want to shout at us about our predictions, you can uh, follow me on uh, on Twitter. I'm at NevetsLT. That's N-E-V. E T S L T, and you can follow me on Twitter. I'm on at Squiddy57, and don't forget to follow our editor in chief, our producer uh, Cam. You can follow him on his official Twitter of at Captain Zep, or his more Overwatch orientated one of at Camverwatch. And also be sure to follow Hangar Nine on uh, on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook. We're at Hangar Nine, and get yourself on down to the Discord to hang out with your uh, your fellow engineers. We probably won't be doing a watch party for the uh, twelve o'clock at night uh, <laughs> Spitfire game this weekend. Uh, no wait, is it twelve? No, that's uh, the. Uh, I'm making that up. That's the, that's the London game. game is at one p.m. in the afternoon UK time, oh. so you can absolutely be able to join the can. digital yeah. viewing <laughs> parties that we have in our Discord. <laughs> and do make sure that you do watch this weekend because there is a uh, double tokens if you watch uh, via the Overwatch League website. So um, log in, get your tokens, and buy yourself a Spitfire skin. Um, absolutely worth it this week to watch it. So thank you very much for watching. Wash your hands and hang loose.